All right, welcome back to the DMAC Sports Podcast. My name is David Mack, a.k.a. DMAC, and uh, let's talk about some basketball, Tanner. Yep, yep. All right, so the draft has happened. We have a lot of news going on, a lot of a lot of uh, picks that were not supposed to be where they were. Yeah, uh, this draft was crazy in terms of, uh, like, we had a guy taken at 13. He was picked at 6. We had a guy who was... Uh, we Gates? thought, yeah, we thought we had a guy that was supposed to be picked at 21. He was picked at 40. And then Primo went 12. Yeah. Um, so we're, we're going to talk about all that. Uh, first thing we want to mention is um, all the trades and news and stuff that has happened in the past four days, just since the draft or the day before the draft or whatever that may be. Should we just start it off with Russell Westbrook going to the mm-hmm. Lakers? Oh, my goodness. When I was watching the draft and looked at my phone and Bleacher Report said that, I was just shocked. Yeah. I was shocked. Um, It was was crazy to me because I really thought that they were going to try to target Kyle Lowry and that they were going to bring him in with DeMar in free agency. But... um, Or Buddy. Yeah, Buddy healed in a trade. You know... You you like do a sign and trade deal with Dennis Schroeder and get Buddy Heald in, um, but I yeah I was I'm very very surprised by that. Um, but with my uh, my initial thought process, it was how is that going to work because Russell Westbrook is so ball dominant. And so is LeBron. Uh, and so yes, absolutely. So is LeBron. But um, I actually read something somewhere in an article that said before that trade happened, like a couple days before uh, Russ actually flew out to LA and him, AD LeBron had like a quote unquote meeting, just like a little, like a dinner or something at LeBron's house. And they discussed, they discussed uh, the prospect of, uh, making sure that them doing whatever it took for the well-being of the team. Uh, three things that were discussed in that meeting was Russell Westbrook playing more off the ball. He agreed to that. He said that he was willing to do that if it meant him winning a championship. Um, you don't care no more. He yeah. Once I got dang ring. Yeah, and it, exactly. So I, I like that. Uh, I love that. Uh, the second thing is um, LeBron willing to move from the three to the four. Um, So that would put him in a bigger position, but that would mean AD moving from the four to the five. The one of the reasons and one of the things, his condition of coming from the Pelicans to the Lakers was that he wanted to play the four. He did not want to play the five, but during this conversation, they had a talk. They said, Hey, we are willing to do whatever it takes for the well-being of the team. If it means winning a championship. So that would free up them to bring in some shooters, bring in some uh, people that can come and, and fill those roles, uh, all that stuff. I really like it. Uh, I like it a lot. Uh, they still have Taylor Horton Tucker on the team. Uh, who is uh, will probably uh, barring any signings, trades, whatever that may be, he'll probably fill that slot at the two. Um, and, and then Westbrook off the bench because Mac McClung starting over Westbrook. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. We'll see. We'll see about that one. Yeah, we will. Um, but um, the, in other Laker news. Um, I also saw an article relating to this uh, this uh, Russell Westbrook trade is that DeMar DeRozan is still willing to take a pay cut even further to be able to join this team and c- contribute to a championship run. And so he would probably and, – and then I, I also saw that uh, Carmelo, Anthony, and Rudy Gay were all willing to take pay cuts to come and join the Lakers. Yeah, I was hearing uh, Dwight too. Dwight might come back to LA for the third time as well. And there was one, there was, oh, um, Igudala too. Igudala, okay. Yeah. I mean, those are so many veteran players that 
probably would fit. I mean, that's what that Lakers team was the year they won it. Rondo came around. Dwight came around. McGee was playing good all year pretty much. I mean, they just played good in the playoffs that year. That's just the veteran connection that LeBron had with Rondo and Dwight. And Dwight played huge for them. Yeah, absolutely. better than JaVale was in the playoffs. I mean, yeah, that's why they put Dwight in as the starting center. I mean, he was playing great. And honestly, I think that you really don't need to move AD up. I mean, I I don't know, because if Dwight plays the way he did, you could start him. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he was playing 30 times better than Drummond did for him. Yeah, Drummond. Drummond's doing what like Dwight was doing in previous years, dunking and rebounding. My yeah, thing, he didn't do that for the Lakers. My thing with he Drummond, wasn't. and we experienced this <clears throat> as Cavs fans watching those games while yeah. he was on the Cavs, he provides he can give you 20 points and 20 rebounds any night. He can give you 40 and 20 and you'll and, still, and you'll still lose. No you still lose. It'll he's no the impact. he has the most empty stats you've ever seen. It's because defensive, he's just like I mean Yeah, he he's a good rebounder. Yeah. It's whatever. But but in the end at the end of the day, he does not provide the winning spark to the no. team. So, you know, I think he's he's still good for the Lakers to have, but if he wants to stay on that team, he really needs to take a pay cut. Yeah, I mean, he did play, you know, Boston and Cleveland. Yeah. Two very winning teams. No, <laughs> not really, but... You I mean, mean Detroit? He, oh, I said Boston? Yeah, oh, yeah, Detroit. Yeah, Detroit, yeah. Yeah, Detroit. Yeah, I mean, he played for two teams that, like, yeah, don't they, win he, anything. He could be that guy for... He hasn't felt a winning and, experience. Yes, exactly. So, he needs to... Uh, have a role adjustment on that team and understand what he's supposed yeah. to be doing. And, and then I feel like, yeah, I feel like after that, then he can thrive. Yeah. He could be great. So for them, um, some other news, um, just to gl- gloss over some of these <laughs> picks um, or not the picks, but the trades and whatever it may be. So before draft night, um, three other trades happened. Um, one was, or four, my bad, four. So the Pelicans sent, uh, Steven Adams, Eric Bledsoe, and the number 10 pick, which ended up being Zaire Williams, and the number 40 pick, which ended up being Jared Butler out of Baylor. Um, and they also sent the, uh, the Lakers 2022 first round pick, uh, that, uh, they got in that AD trade. They sent that to the Grizzlies. Uh, in return, they got back Jonas Valanciunas. Uh, the 17th pick, which is Trey Murphy uh, out of Virginia. And then they got uh, the 51st pick, which was Brandon Boston Jr., who was actually Zaire Williams' teammate in uh, high school. They played on that um, that oh. Sierra Canyon team with oh. Bronny and, and all of them. Uh, so there's, there's a couple of reasons why I like this trade. Uh, the main reason being... Uh, Steven Adams could not space the floor very well. He's a very grit and grind center that gets down in the paint. You know, he's great in his own right, but with Zion playing the four Zion needs floor spacing so he can really be effective. Exactly. So he can really be effective and Valachunas can shoot. Yes. I mean, better than Adams. Yes. A way better than Adams. He's not, you know, the best stretch five in the league but he provides more floor spacing. So it draws out those defenders and Zion can just go and go and work. yam and dunk on whoever, probably Aaron Baines. Yeah. <laughs> Cause everybody dunks on Aaron Baines. But um, so second being uh, Brooklyn traded Landry Shamit to Phoenix, uh, got back uh, Javon Carter and the 29th pick, which ended up being Dayron Sharp. Um, I really like this, uh, for a couple reasons. Obviously they gave away a great player in Landry Shamit, but they got somebody that can handle the ball well off the bench, um, because they need bench players. Brooklyn's biggest issue was the fact that they had no bench and then they had KD injured for a period of time. They had Harden injured for a period of time. Kyrie was Kyrie Irving last year. Uh-huh. missing for whatever reasons he had. So we, they get a great bench uh, point guard off the bench and 
with that 29th pick, they took Dayron Sharp out of UNC. I really like him. Uh, the biggest need that the Brooklyn Nets had was the center position. Yeah, they and so they got the second best pure center they did in the center. draft. Uh, because obviously the first one being Evan Mobley, but um, right. he's besides being a power forward, um, he could play. Center. Yeah, uh, enough. Uh, all right, enough about the crap talk here. Let's get to the best trade that happened in the NBA. The Cavs <laughs> getting Ricky Rubio and a what was it as a twenty twenty two second round pick for Torin Prince. So this, I mean, dude, we won that trade. Like, yeah, um, their, their trading knowledge that that's ours. Yeah, how do we get? How do we get Ricky Rubio? I would trade Ricky for him straight up. Yeah, and then we got a second round pick out of it I next year, which is which is great. Wait, that could be the next Jokic. <laughs> anything can be the next Jokic, I guess. <laughs> if anything, it's Luca Garza. I'm just <laughs> this guy's obsessed with Luca Garza. I'm, I don't. I'm get really it. not, but I just think he's gonna be good one day. I don't know. Uh, well, if he develops a defensive part of his game, then maybe. But um, I really like this trade. Um. For the as a Cavs fan, I think we ripped off Minnesota. I mean, uh, I like Torian Prince. I just don't think he has that much value. No. But See what ya. this, uh, other than the pick, what this provides for us is Let's having a point guard. Yes, it's, well, Jeez. it's having a veteran guard on the team that his that he's he's a playmaker. Not much playoff yeah. knowledge, but no, you know, but I mean, he's, he's a veteran though. Yeah, he's he's a playmaker. He can go to work for you. Um, and he's a hard worker. He gets and, everyone involved. Yeah. I think that's a good thing about him too. It's not just like, uh, Jordan Clarkson shoot. I mean, Clarkson can score, you know, but yeah, absolutely. He he's six Cavs, man of the year. When he was on the Cavs, just putting up 15 going like four for 15 and like, yeah, you know, yeah, how yeah. annoying that I'd rather watch Ricky Rubio drop seven assists with five rebounds probably than Yeah. Have and have him Clarkson. have like four points or something like that. I mean, yeah, I'm picking him up in fantasy this year now. <laughs> yeah, um, so he provides the great mentorship for the young guards that we have on the team. So I really, really, really like that pick. I just hope we make pick him up with Sexton. You want it? Yeah, I want him out of here. Man. Yeah, um, ship him. We'll talk about that. Uh, uh, that will be mentioned. Trade him for Garza. <laughs> this guy again with Garza. Um, We'll we'll talk about him in the next podcast uh, coming out Wednesday. We'll be filming it later on today, but uh, can't can't wait to talk about that one. Yeah. But um, all right. So uh, next thing that happened uh, before the draft is Mason Plumley, um, and the thirty seventh pick uh, went to Charlotte. Uh, the thirty seventh pick ended up being J T Thor. Um, and, and Charlotte gave up the 50 or no, the was Thor a center. No, he wasn't a center. Was he, or was he, I totally forget. Uh, power forward, power forward, power forward slash center feeling is a big guy. Yeah. Um, so they sent, um, that to Charlotte for the 57th pick. I really like this. So, um, Plumley will be good Plum, with Charlotte. Plumley, Charlotte needed a center. I mean, um, they needed a, a center that can come off the bench. Cody Zeller's kind of at the end of his. I mean, he. I wouldn't be surprised if Plumley's starting for him, man. We'll see. We'll see. We'll I see. Mean, who's? I mean, they got Bridges start. Bridges starts right. Miles or is he off the bench? He plays power forward. I thought he was a small forward because PJ Washington was their power forward. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe he plays the. He, think, maybe I he plays the three. Might go like Lamelo, Rozier, and then them two and Plumley this year. Plumley actually put very good minutes in for the Pistons last year. I mean, because he's one of them centers that's huge off a of pick and roll because he can fly. Plumley has such a good, just good bounce, dude. Yeah, that guy is throwing down on somebody. Yeah, so, so him and Lamelo in a pick and roll, and Miles Bridges in a pick. I mean, that's like very dangerous. Yeah, very dangerous. Um, so <clears throat> the other reason I like this, they get 
the the thing is, is that they wanted to dump Mason Plumlee's contract, and so that was the biggest issue for Detroit. The expensive. Um, they want yeah uh, for the Pistons. They wanted to clear up some space. Um, and they they're kind of in a rebuild mode. Uh, so they're willing to kind of do whatever. They do have decent talent though, man. Yeah, I mean, if Killian Hayes could stay healthy, he had a few glimpses where he could be a, like a good point guard in the league yeah absolutely I mean, Cade Cunningham and then yeah Cade Cunningham we'll talk about that we'll and talk then, about it we'll talk Jeremiah about it so Grant. uh I mean they got some talent over there so um what we're gonna the Garza. um the they got that all for the 57th pick so they got 37 and Mason Plumley just for the 57th yeah, that's pick the, so I really like that uh and JT Thor I had him going in the first round in our mock uh, so I love that pickup for them. So, all right. The next thing, um, these, these are all, we're going to go through these pretty quickly unless it's pretty significant. So all these are draft night trades. So, um, now you the, know the Lakers one, the, yeah, the Lakers one. So what they did to get Westbrook, uh, they, um, they also, on top of that, got a 2024 and a 2028 second round pick. Pretty insignificant as of right now. But uh, they sent Kyle Kuzma, Contavious Caldwell-Pope, uh, um, Montrez Harrell, and the 22nd pick, which ended up being Isaiah Jackson. Isaiah Jackson. See you, Kuz. Yeah, bye. But um, That's crazy. They gave a pick to him that is literally going to be a pick in seven years. Yeah, that's pretty. I mean, that's nuts how you even like have that. We're we're both going to be like graduated from college. Literally going to be 25 years old yeah. when, the, like, when, <laughs> when the Wizards get this 28 second round. Yeah, pick. I'm going to be tw- 27 going on 28. I so mean, yeah, that's yeah, nuts. it's crazy. So. Uh, they gave um, Isaiah Jackson really like him guy to Kentucky. Uh, they basically gave him up. I don't mind that. Uh, so the next trade um, was actually the 22nd pick in Jackson. Um, uh, he was traded to the Pacers from the Wizards. Uh, the Wizards got back Aaron Holiday and the 31st pick, which ended up being Isaiah Todd. Um, Isaiah Todd, I'm kind of skeptical on him. I had him going mid second round. He's a big guy uh, he too, was, wasn't he? Yeah, power yeah, forward. Yeah. Um, but I think he'll have to spend some development time in the G League. Um, but I like the pickup uh, for the Wizards getting Aaron Holiday. I uh, don't know if it was worth it giving up Jackson. I guess time will tell. Uh, so the next thing that happened was. Um, Okay, see back at it again. Wait, the Knicks got Kai Jones, or uh, the Hornets got Kai Jones. Yeah. Dang, yeah. <laughs> he's gonna be good there. Yeah. Uh, let, we'll wow. talk about the Hornets and what they got in the draft, but wow. I re- I really like that. But so OKC, unsurprisingly, they had, I think, three first round picks in this draft. Um, they traded one of them for two future first round picks. So they were like, you know what? We got what we wanted. We're going to trade this one away. We're going to get two future firsts. So props to them. They're Sam Presti. The wizard there is. I can't believe they took Giddy still. Yeah. We're going to, we're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about it. Um, But uh, well, the next one being, yeah, the Knicks traded pick 19. Uh, to the Hornets for a future first. Uh, so Kai Jones going to the Hornets. Uh, one of the, another one of the players they picked up. Uh, they picked up uh, James uh, Buchnight in the first round as well. Um, I really like him. I had him go in like six or seven or something like that in our mock or whatever, and he slipped to eleven. So the Hornets got a steal there. Um, so I really like that. Yeah. Um, Let's see. Uh, the Clippers. Uh, I, I am in. I don't know why. Uh, actually, I kind of, I kind of do, but I'm, I'm obsessed with this trade. So, uh, the Clippers traded a uh, pick twenty-five, which would have been uh, Quentin Grimes uh, out of Houston. Uh, they traded it to the uh, that pick and a future second, and they traded up to twenty-one to pick Keon Johnson. Um, 
I love Keon Johnson. I had him going 10 in our draft. He slipped, went 21 to the Clippers. He has the highest vertical ever oh, recorded. 48-inch 48-inch vertical. Four feet in the air. Yes. I mean, that is and, and he's And he's 6'5", so it's not like he's six foot going 48 oh inches. He is 6'5", jumping 48 inches in the air. So, so easy. And, and yeah, <laughs> so I love that pickup for the Clippers. I, I think 20, he'll I come a, off the bench and have an, an impact this year in that lineup. I had a 23-inch vertical. <laughs> I remember that. Oh, goodness. Okay. I've got about a five-inch vertical. Um, uh, so props to them. I love that pickup for the, the, the Clippers. I think trading away that second-round pick was so, so, so worth it to move up in the draft. Um, so next one, uh, Utah trades 30, which ended up being Santi Aldama, uh, to Memphis for 40 and two future seconds. Uh, like that trade for both teams, uh, Memphis, we'll talk about Santi Aldama in a bit. Um, I don't like the, uh, what Memphis did with the pick, but I like Utah getting future assets and they drafted a great player at 40. So we'll talk about that in a minute. Um, Knicks traded 32, uh, which ended up being Jeremiah Robinson Earl. Love him. Uh, he should have been a first-round pick. Um, to OKC for 34 and 36, which ended up being uh, Rokas Jokobitis, which some people had him taken in the th- uh, first round. And then uh, 36, which ended up being Miles McBride out of West Virginia. Great player. Watched West Virginia basketball. One of my uh, friends... Uh, Steven from college, uh, Steven Carpenter. He's a, he's from West Virginia, big WVU fan. So I watched a couple games. Uh, I can't believe Orlando. All right. Next one though. Uh, Orlando traded at 33, Jason Preston of the Clippers, uh, for future second and cash considerations. Yeah. I honestly, I think I could have seen Preston in Orlando. Yeah. I think he would have gotten minutes in Orlando. Him him, Um, with the three good guards of him. Um, uh, Jalen Suggs, Suggs and Cole, Cole Anthony. Anthony. I mean, and Fultz was playing pretty good for them before he got hurt. Yeah, but, I will. We'll talk uh, about uh, Fultz more in the next podcast that'll be coming out Wednesday. But uh, they do. I I I get why they traded him because they have that plethora of point guards. Yeah. Uh, but um. I think he'll. Jason Preston spends a year in the G League, a uh, year, year and a half, whatever it may be, and he can be you're like a ninth think, man, tenth I, I man. I think if he shows up in this summer league, he might just be on the roster. Yeah, I, I mean, there, there's a possibility that you know he'll probably be like a two way. You get him for the playoffs or something like yeah, that, I mean, sitting on the bench. Terrence you know. man, bro. Yep. So I, I like, I like him. I like him a lot. Uh, I watched a few OU games. I, I went and watched in person the OU and Akron game uh, at Akron U. So um, I love Jason Preston. I love what he can do. I love his leadership ability, and I'm excited to see what he can do for the Clippers. So um, next one, uh, these are all the day after the draft. So the Jazz traded Derek Favors and a first-round pick to OKC. Uh, for a second round pick. So, um, Utah, uh, what Utah gets is, uh, puts them $13 million below the luxury tax. Uh, so they don't have to pay a bunch of money just because they're paying Derek favors and OKC Sam Presti, the wizard gets another first round pick. Uh, so you know they they've just got that stash of picks. Um, I'm I'm very interested to see what they do. Um, so uh, the next thing we have is um, the Celtics, Hawks, and Kings. Uh, we're in a three-team deal. Uh, Tristan Thompson uh, goes to Sacramento. Um, Atlanta gets Delon Wright. And uh, Boston gets Chris Dunn, Bruno Fernando, and a second. I like Chris Dunn going to Boston. Yes. I mean, Brad Stevens ain't there anymore, but I mean, 
Well, Brad they Stevens just, is the general manager now. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, so he's in the organization. I mean, he's not they, the coach. They lost Kemba. I mean, but he could be their new starting point guard. He's gonna he's gonna have to step up. Because um, I mean, who would be Peyton Pritchard? Um, we'll we'll guard? talk about it because the next trade added another guard. Uh, but um, so I really oh, like this yeah. trade uh, in a couple different aspects. Um, the Sacramento gets a a center just in case Rashawn Holmes decides to go somewhere else. Um, Atlanta gets a solid guard that comes off the bench for um, for Trey Young. I I really really like Delon Wright as a player. Yeah, I had him on my fan. I had him on my fantasy team. Yeah, and he he kind of provided me. Uh, some significant point value as a and, and as a bench player too. Yeah. Uh, so, if I'm being honest, a guy like Rashawn Holmes, since you brought him up, if he went to the Lakers, I think he would be like a perfect center for them. Yeah, absolutely. He's so good in a pick and roll with LeBron or Westbrook, and he's so good at getting up and just dunking the ball, and he can shoot. He has a decent 15 foot mid range jumper. And he like I remember watching the Kings games, his floater game is unstoppable. He catches the ball in the paint and just throws a little push floater up there, dude. That thing is butter. Yeah, I mean, I, I I really like Rashawn Holmes. He too. had the past couple years, but this past year especially, he has had a breakout couple yeah. of years, and so. Um, the problem is, go, it, will the Lakers be able to pay him? I don't think no, he goes there. I, th- I think he's getting a lot uh, of money. He and he is. He is from, uh, per his agent, uh, he is looking for a four-year contract worth eighty million dollars yeah, over no, four years. So can't. paying him twenty million dollars I mean, a year. Like if they want to go, it's like, would you rather go for DeRozan or would you rather go for a guy like him? Uh, and I'd much rather take DeRozan I'd in that see, case. But honestly, I don't know. Because I think that he would be a huge asset to them. Yeah, but the thing is, is that DeRozan's willing to take that pay cut. Yeah, and then you could bring somebody else in as well with DeRozan. Like we're ta- we talked about Carmelo, uh, Car- Carmelo, Car- Carmelo Anthony. Carmelo, um, yeah. He's <laughs> shut up. Up and coming. Uh, he's he's going to be a good player one day. <laughs> Yeah, so but much. like if they could get Iggy, Carmelo, and uh, I mean Dwight How, I would not be mad if they got Dwight Howard back in the mix in LA again. Yeah, absolutely, I agree. I, I agree. Mean, that would be huge. We, I mean, we talked about that already. Out but of, but out yeah. of Iggy, Mello, and Dwight or Rudy Gay, I think that honestly, with a chemistry wise. I would want to see LeBron and Carmelo play together. I would but rather, yeah. Impact on the whole team. Dwight. I would just because Dwight. you need the center yeah, position. You do. Um like, so, you have, like I said, you have Drummond, you just don't know if he's gonna come around. That's the thing. If he comes around how he needs to, that dude will make will play thirty five minutes a night and do exactly what they need him to do. And then you could just have that backup center come in and do his thing for a few minutes. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I mean, uh, so let's move on to the last trade here. Um, Mavericks it is traded. Ma- yeah, Mavericks Josh traded for Moses Brown. Yes, and was there a pick in there? Too? No, just straight up, straight, straight up? up, Josh Richardson for Moses Brown. I do. Like um, it. I really like the, the Mavericks. Ma- for the Mavericks. Yeah, I really yeah. like it. Um, the Celtics, what they did, they did get another guy that can handle the ball. Yeah, so yeah, I, I see mean, Richardson's a good player. Yeah, but he's not. Worth his he he they he did not perform very well for the Mavericks. No, he. I, uh, he but he you also shoved him in a different role than he was used to. Uh, so I am curious to see what uh uh was it Ime Odoka is the new coach for the yeah. Celtics. I, I'm no, interested. Don't be, don't be surprised if Stevens is like still on that bench, just trying to do something. Yeah, like, no, I much I don't. As the dude loves we'll the Celtics. I think if they start going downhill, it's going to hurt. Yeah. Uh, So I like the Moses Brown thing just because uh, they get a young player um, with the Mavericks. They clear up cap space to put somebody else next to 
uh, Luca. Luca. So, or they could uh, get rid of Chris Taps too. Yeah, that'll that'll that, be great, I mean, and we'll we'll talk about that. But first, uh, we want to hear. Uh, we've got our first sponsor, and so uh, we want to hear from our sponsor real quick. So here it is. All right, so we are back with our draft surprises. So these um, these couple guys, or a few, several, whatever you want to say, um, they are guys that we just kind of were surprised at where they were taken in the draft, whether that be they were taken too early or they late. were taken way too late uh, in some cases. Yeah. And to start it off was Josh Giddy and Mac had him going 13 of the Pacers, and he went 6 to OKC. And, you know, they needed a forward. I could see the pick, and he's a 6'8". Like, I don't know if he was rolling he's a, a guard, He's a guard. But he's yeah, more he, of, but of does, a guard. He does have height on him. He is 6'8". He's a lanky player. He's he's going to be good, I think. I think he will be good. Yeah, I, I do. a super surprising pick, though. Yeah. I think they could have got somebody like... I, I, I would have taken... I had Scotty... Or not Scotty. Or yeah, I did have yeah, Scotty, Scotty Barnes, Barnes there, there. But he went, he went at four. Yeah. Um, I had Scotty Barnes either being picked at five or six, yeah. and he was interchangeable with Jonathan Kuminga. I think, yeah. See, I think Jonathan Kuminga should have been the pick there. Yeah. Uh, and he of course, he, I mean, as he I was going to say, he will be good. There, yeah. Dude. Uh, he will fit in well. Kuminga with them. Uh, that, and the Warriors got a, a couple good pickups. So, um, all right. So he, yeah, he went six. Uh, crazy, crazy, crazy. Um, the next thing that surprised me, uh, Zaire Williams going to Memphis at 10. I had him at 26. Yeah. Tanner didn't take him until 26, which means I wouldn't have taken him until 27 and I wouldn't have even probably taken him there. Um, I, I I think he's a late first round pick. Yeah, I don't. He's good. Uh, if you, you saw him in high school, of course, we talked about this earlier, with uh, him, uh, Brandon Boston, Amari Bailey, Bronny James, all those guys playing together at Sierra Canyon. But I don't know why they took him so early. He could have been taken easily at the end of that draft. If they wanted him, they should have traded back, traded to 21, 22-ish, taken him there. And gotten yeah. some value for their I pick. I mean, you don't know what you really they really do see in these players, though, when they call them to work out, though. Yeah, I mean, no, you know, I I they agree. They show up and they they just look at them like, okay, this is our future right here. This is my, the guy I want yeah. on my team. And so we'll we'll see how they work out. I mean, I let the professionals do their jobs. Obviously, they get paid to scout. So I mean, it's on them if he if he wasn't good and they used number 10 for him we'll see if the uh then the spurs general manager whoever made that decision with taking primo at 12 when we had him going 28 yeah i don't i don't think i don't see that pick at all (laughs) i don't think primo fits into that system well either if out of all the players in the draft scotty barnes with them I would thought have been the craziest player for them dude yeah i next Kawhi. him with popovich and like their defense already with like Dejounte Murray. Oh yeah! Like imagine like him, Murray, and DeRozan. Even though DeRozan's leaving, I think them three together would have been really good. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, they turned a guy like uh, uh, Pirtle into a solid, decent center. Yeah, and they've I got mean, Keldon Johnson yeah, too. Keldon Johnson that was the other guy. Yeah, so I, mean, I they I, have they have a lot of like uh, what's his name uh Walker Walker the something lonnie walker lonnie the walker. fourth yeah, yeah yep yep he's good yeah they, they have a they have a good team and i think patty mills is gonna get shipped out too so he's kind of proven himself in these olympic yeah. games so he's kind of no, he's proven himself stock. his whole career man yeah he's solid his yeah. whole career so okay so moving on uh the next thing was josh christopher <clears throat> being taken at 24 by houston uh, I didn't have him taken until, uh, like we didn't pick this obviously, but like I didn't project him to be taken until at the the earliest thirty seven. Uh, so this was kind of surprising to me. Um, I understand why they did it. Um, him and Jalen Green played together 
in high school. They played played AAU ball together. Um, they even talked about that if Jalen Green wouldn't have taken the pro route, that if that Jalen that they wanted to team up in college. So I understand. I do. I understand why they made the pick. I just don't understand why they couldn't have moved back to do the pick. Yeah, that's kind of, it's just like, okay, you want to team up, you know, but you're in the NBA. Yeah. You're in the, that's like LaMelo and LiAngelo. That's like LaMelo being like, hey, you just drafted me to Charlotte. Can we draft LiAngelo at 2020? I mean, this dude is probably better than LiAngelo. Yes, he definitely is. I I, I don't want to, I don't want to, you know, misconstrue that. Yeah, I mean, he's he's a, he's a solid player. But you could have got him later. He was so great in high school. Uh, but he kind of was mediocre um, at the college level, and so which is why he kind of fell under the radar. He was going to go in the second round, um, but I really, really think that they should have traded, like at least trade back to get him if you want him that bad. Um, that that was another case with like what we said with Zaire Williams. I mean, if you wanted him, if you want those players that bad, you, you could you, trade you, someone you, and get like a good decent player out of that 10th pick. Oh yeah, absolutely. And then pick them at 20 something. 20 else. something. Yeah, exactly. And, and get a good role player out of it too. And which is the same thing you could have done with Josh Christopher. You could have traded out of the first round. You could have traded for like 32, 33. I would even have been justified with them taking him at that point. I'm not justified with him being taken at 24. I think that there's better players on the board. Only time will tell. I guess uh, I'd love for Josh Christopher to prove me wrong. Uh, I liked him in high school. He probably will. Yeah, I I liked I liked him in high school. I liked him um, in college. He just didn't do enough to justify a first round pick for me. Um, but please, by all means, prove me wrong. Make me eat my words on this podcast right now. He ain't gonna hear it. Uh, he exa- exactly. He ain't gonna hear it. Yeah, but. Seriously, I I want to see him do well, but I just don't think he ju- was justified with the first round pick. So the next pick uh, was s- something that blew me away, and uh, was um, the Grizzlies again uh, with another weird pick. They were the ones that picked uh, Zaire Williams at ten. Uh, they picked Santi Aldama at thirty. They used a first round pick on a guy that I didn't even have in my top 65 players. Um I I was I literally like literally I had Sneaky. to look I had to look him up because I had no clue who he was. Now, obviously I feel like a casual. Like he was good. Um I I watched a little bit of film when I looked him up. He's all right. I think he's an NBA caliber guy. Um, a top 30 guy. I, I don't even think he's a top 45, top you think 50 he's a guy. Free agent guy. Yes, I think he's an un, more of like an undrafted free agent, gets signed yeah. to a two-way deal or gets signed to the G League, has to prove himself, and then comes up. Uh, but I just I was so confused by this pick. Because yeah. there's like I like I keep saying there's so much better talent on the board. Now I Obviously, I'm not there for the workouts. I'm not there for the pre-draft process. I'm not there at the combine. I tried to catch a little bit of the stuff that was going on at the combine live, um, but uh, um, I just I, I didn't see why you would take him that early. So, um, moving on, Isaiah Todd. Isaiah Todd being at 31 by the Wizards. Um, he was projected. Uh, to be for me like around 45 46 so <clears throat> I guess moving up in the the second round isn't too big um but it, don't know. The- I mean like these pe- these general managers might just think like okay we could trade back but this dude might have went to a lot of other you know workouts and you don't know what other GMs see I mean you don't know there could have been four other GMs when Todd was taken at 31. And they could have been like, "Dang, he was going to be yeah. my next pick." Yeah, you 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 never know. You really do. Um, so the next one that we have is another one that kind of blew me away. Uh, it was Nemias Kada selected by the Kings at thirty nine. It was another What's time. Position? No clue. Um, 
I, he was another guy that I didn't even have on my draft board. So uh, just blew me away with the pick. I didn't really understand it at all. Okay. I do remember this next guy, Jared Butler, um, from when we did our mock, and he went 40 to the Jazz. He's a guard, right? Shooting guard, right? Uh, Butler, yeah. He's yes, more of a point guard slash shooting guard, but he played. Is he the guy from uh He's from Baylor. Baylor. Yes. Okay, um, yeah. He played alongside uh, Mitchell. Davion Mitchell. Yeah. And he was the guy, wasn't he? More than Mitchell, yeah. He he was uh, he could score more, but Davion Mitchell was great on defense yeah, and he could pass the Mitchell ball. Mitchell was that whole team. Yeah, when he when Mitchell got called up at draft night and they said three time defensive player of the year it, for for the what conference are they in? Uh, Big Twelve, right? I have no idea, bro. Yeah, that like it. Yeah, I I I love. <laughs> I love Jared Butler as a player. Davion um, Mitchell was my I one had of my him top three in the draft. Yeah. Oh, top three. I don't know about that. No, um, like my favorite players in that. Oh, draft. favorite players. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I, I I can I can see that. I oh, really no, like. No, he shouldn't have went top three. No, I really like <clears throat> um, him at. Uh, I had him at twenty one. Yeah. Um. Uh. I took him there. I was one. I. I. You know. I picked all the odd number picks in the draft. I think a lot of people would have taken him to go to a team like the Knicks. Not forty. Yeah. Yeah. The, I had. Yeah. I'm tired. I had him taking twenty one to the Knicks. Obviously, the Knicks traded that pick. Uh. Um. But they traded yeah, I mean, nineteen and they traded twenty one. Half the picks we picked got traded. Anyway. Traded away. Yeah. There were so many <laughs> trades that we already went over. But it, yeah. Where did um Jaden Springer end up going? Oh goodness! Uh, I mean, was he a first rounder? I think he won the second round. How about to say I had the Lakers taking him at twenty two? Anyway, the next guy we have on our list is um Sharif Cooper, selected by Atlanta at forty eight, and Tanner took I had him, him going at twelve. Stupid twelve. I guess he you could say he was more like a bulble of this draft because he was projected high on a lot of draft boards, and then there was one draft board I remember that was low on him. Yeah. And you could say, because Bulbul was projected to go decent, wasn't he? Yeah. Um, mid mid first we, round, yeah, late first round. Pick, I don't think. But Bulbul should not have went 50 or whenever he went. I mean, a 7 3 guy. 44. He went 44. 7 3 guy who can dribble the ball. And, and really, I think he just hasn't got his chance he deserves yet. I mean, yeah. he just ain't playing enough. I mean, oh, you, you Jaden Springer went twenty-eight. He was in the first where round. Did he go to seventy-sixers. Okay, I could see him there. Yeah, that's where I had. <clears throat> that's where I had Primo going. Yeah, yeah. Well, so. yeah, but Sharif Cooper. I mean, he was the guy who was either going to be one of them players that out of nowhere got picked high, or this was going to happen. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so the next uh, that we're we've kind of wrapped up all of our, um. Draft surprises. That was the biggest one for me was Sharif Cooper. Um, now we're going to talk about some um, undrafted free agency signings. Uh, this is we kind of want to gloss over these, uh, but we're going to touch on some of them that I think are bigger deals. Um, Gonzaga's Joel Ayayi, uh, he went to the Lakers in a two-way deal. Um, I had him going was, Early he, was or, he a guard for them or like a small forward? Yeah. Yeah. I do remember him now. Yeah. Um, I, I like I that. said, I got to watch them play in person. I really liked him. Um, but my thing, I had him going like early second round. Like he's, a, he's good on defense. Yes. Yeah, so, defender. so I, Damn. I like that pickup for the Lakers. Yeah. They made a good, um, I think that, uh, eventually, he will be good for that team. Um, the next thing, Ohio uh, State's Ohio State's Dwayne, Dwayne Washington, Washington Jr. Let's go. Um, I I was thinking maybe maybe he gets picked at the end of the second round, but I I can see why they took him um, with like a, as an undrafted free agent. It's, he signed with the Pacers. Honestly, that's better for a guy like him. Yeah. It's like I'd rather have the chance to maybe go somewhere that I want, want yeah, than yeah. going to the Pistons or a place like – he got put in a decent situation. Yeah. I mean, Rick Carlisle, a good coach, and he's new there. So yeah. you don't – I mean, you don't know what – Obviously, he'll probably 
probably yeah. probably is do you think he'll be on the team immediately? No. I, I, I think yeah. he'll be one of those two way guys that um proves play himself in yeah, the, the league pr- and proves then, himself in the yeah. G League and then comes up. Yeah. But I really I really liked him at Ohio I State. Think, I think he could. Um, he he's a good player, has potential. He's I mean, he's got the work work ethic. He's gonna he's gonna do stuff, I think. Yeah. And for that Pacers team, they they just lost um they lost Aaron Holiday, which was actually a solid point guard for him. Yeah. And then his brother Justin, he's still there. He's I mean, he's not really a, a point guard. He's more of the catch and shoot defender. Yeah. But Dwayne Washington could be their guy role-playing guy in yeah I, I think that um in in a few years he could be a solid bench piece in yeah. the nba i don't think he'll ever be that guy yeah oh no um you know there's there. there's always that off chance that something special <clears throat> happens with an undrafted free agent and they ended up being yeah, really good that guy uh, <laughs> uh i think that uh if he was picked last year uh like if he was in uh, a different class i think that he uh gets picked in the draft um just because i think that this draft was so 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 strong uh but yeah so this was like one of the strongest drafts since like oh three oh like they said it was up draft ever they said it was up there with 84 which was olajuwon and michael jordan and uh yeah all them and then 96 which was kobe and uh, all those guys, and then 03, you know, you got Dwayne Wade, LeBron, LeBron yeah, so, Oof. yeah, so the God. great, yeah, so great class that they got picked out of, unlucky for uh, Dwayne Washington Jr. to be in yeah. that draft, so uh, the next one, uh, best player on Colorado's team, McKinley Wright the fourth. he was a very solid player for Colorado, uh, he got signed to a two-way deal with the Timberwolves, Um Yves Pons, he was the uh, SEC Defensive Player of the Year at Tennessee. Uh, he signed with the Grizzlies. I like that pickup for the Grizzlies See, because they were lacking. They should have been doing with the, most of these picks. Yes, they're addressing um, their needs. They shouldn't be taking a guy that uh, I, they went, shouldn't need to. Could have went undrafted in the first place. Yeah. Um, wait, what was his name? Of Santi Aldama. Yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. So. I like I like the pickup. I think they did well at, for the first time in the draft. I think they did yeah, well. I mean, um, I think Will or uh, Zaire. I think he will be good. He'll he'll be good. I just don't I, think he was I a ten, think number he ten. He will pick. end up being pretty good. Um, so he was signed by them. I like that because the Grizzlies need defense. Um, the next uh, LSU's trend in Watford. Uh, they signed a two way deal with the Trailblazers. Um. I like that um, Trailblazers kind of need to up their bench a little bit. Trenton Watford, I had him even going mid-second round. Um, so I like the pickup for yeah. um, for I them. Think, I think Lillard's going to stay there. Yeah, well, I, I th- he's got you know he's got loyalty to Portland. Yeah. So we'll see what happens with that. Um, I the next thing uh, UCLA's Chris Smith signed a two-way deal with the Pistons. Um, Chris Smith was like one of UCLA's best players. He sat out all year with an injury. I really, really like him as a player, but um, I, he didn't get the chance to prove himself last season. Yeah. Um, which was bad for him. Good for Johnny Juzang. Uh, Johnny Juzang got to step up and, and prove himself. If Johnny Juzang would have stayed in this draft, he would have been picked in the second round. All right. Um, um. but. Uh, I like that. Um, I got a the I I went to the my main goal. I went to the UCLA uh, and Michigan game uh, in Indianapolis. Uh, got to see that. Went with one of my guys, uh, Stacy uh, Stacy Porter Jr. He's from uh, the LA area, and so he's a huge, huge UCLA fan. So it was a really fun experience to be able to go there with him. Yeah, I wish I wish I could went to a March Madness game, but oh, it's crazy. I the atmosphere this. is insane, and everybody there was a Michigan fan because we are so close to Michigan yeah. and so far away from LA. So we were like the only two guys around in our general area that were rooting for UCLA. And when they won, it was like fifty-one to forty-nine or something like that. Uh, lost at the buzzer. Yeah, I I went for the win. Yeah, and uh, 
let me tell you, we were hackled on our way out, but we also hackled some other people. So it was it was a fun well, experience. I mean, we watched this guy on the hoop mixtapes and stuff. Mac McClung signs with the Lakers. Um, well, a training camp deal with the Lakers, and that I I think he's gonna work out there. I because he's he's got the flash in his game. He's a he's a tune it tune it in you yeah know? i mean um, he's got i mean if you get he's gonna be the biggest spark plug i think yeah because uh, i mean a, a oop from lebron or westbrook thrown up to just mac mcclung who does like a reverse dunk or the other way around yeah. you know i mean you know he can play make he can he's get a great up there score. the great the, score the issue with him is that he was so good in high school he was like the setting the setting records for points scored the problem was is that he wasn't really playing the best competition. Yeah, no, he wasn't. Uh, so he, you know, he he goes uh, f- first. Well, I mean, the jo- he, he, he goes he was first. Winning some state stuff though. Yeah, he no. Was, I mean, he was. He had a good. He had a few good teammates too. Yeah, he did have a few pretty good teammates too. I remember. But you know, it just doesn't compare to a oh, lot of the yeah. other high school schedules no, no. that they have, like Chino Hills and them. Yeah. So I I liked him. Um, I think he does well. Uh, first, he was, you know, he committed to Georgetown out of high school, transferred from Georgetown to Texas Tech, played there this past season. He's kind of been mediocre in college, um, but he reminds me of like an Alex Caruso, uh, how yeah. Alex Caruso plays for the Lakers. Shoots so and- so I, I'm hoping that, you know, he gets the development that he needs uh, because he's got raw talent. He yeah. really does. He just needs to tune it in on his defensive um, side too. I think needs to get a lot better. Yes, Caruso. That's why he was pretty good for the Lakers. He was like Caruso reminded me of just a better shooting and more athletic Della Vadova. Yeah, just because he would guard full court. I mean, really though. I mean, Delhi I think was a much more pesky defender. Yeah, pest. Like I, he was just. You couldn't get him off you. you yeah. Know, like, I mean, he, uh, Delhi went to the hospital because he couldn't breathe after a game. He was playing so hard. Yeah. I um, mean, that's. So I, I like it. I like the pickup. Uh, we'll see what he does. The South <laughs> Bay Lakers are a great farm system for the Lakers. They're a solid G League team and they've got good staff there. Uh, so we'll see where that goes. Uh, the next guy is um, one, a guy that we saw at Ohio State. He transferred to Marquette uh, and then, you know, left there to uh, pursue the draft. Uh, DJ Carton, he signed an Exhibit 10 deal with the Hornets. Uh, so we'll yeah, see how he does. A lot of guys over there now. Yeah, we'll see how he does. I, I like DJ Carton. Uh, he was like the highest rated recruit that Ohio State had gotten, uh, but he didn't – like there were some mental health issues, uh, issues with his family, and so he wasn't with Ohio State um, all all of that time. So uh, I I wish him the best. I hope he does well with the Hornets. Um, I think that he can um, be either a great foreign player or he can, you know, sit in the G League, develop, maybe one day be um, a, a solid bench player. But we'll see. Um, Next guy, uh, TCU's RJ Nemhard had him going in the second round. He signed a deal with the Heat. Uh, the next guy, um, Bowling Green's Justin Turner agreed to a summer league deal with the Spurs. Uh, I like Justin Turner's game. Um, you know, he's another Mac player, uh, so seeing another Mac player go to the league is always good. Yeah, he's pretty good um, in LA, man. So he's good on the Dodgers. <laughs> shut up. Not Justin Turner. Uh, Pop Tart. But uh, for the Dodgers, but Justin Turner for now the Heat. Okay, mm. so or not the Heat? Sorry, the Spurs. I was thinking to RJ Nemhard. Next we got ne- um, next um, former Lake High School and Walsh University forward and Big South Player of the Year Winthrop Chandler Winthrop Waldron. Winthrop. Oh oh yeah. Winthrop. So 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 this guy. <laughs> um, I used to go to uh, Malone University, so I got to see this guy when uh, Malone played. Uh, Walsh, uh, their big rival Malone or Walsh is a school in North Canton, which is about 15, 20 minutes from where we are. Uh, we know a guy that actually played at our high school that goes there now, AJ Guerreri. Um, so, um, he's great. 
Chandler Vaudrin. Uh, he signed an exhibit 10 deal with the Cavs. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, to the Cavs. So, it, it, yeah, it, that's a really cool story. I just want to touch on this a little bit more. I remember seeing him in Win, uh, Winthrop. Winthrop, yeah. He was, uh, I, he was the best player on that team. Yeah, and yeah. He, I remember seeing him just shoot. He's a good shooter. I remember seeing him. Yeah, so I, I, I like that. Good. He'll be good. Yeah, I like that a lot. Um, he signed that deal. Uh, he's from Lake High School, which is 10, 15 minutes from us. Um, he went to Walsh right out of high school because he didn't get a lot of attention in high school. Uh, and he spent a couple of years there, which is Walsh is, you know, another 15 minutes away from us. And then he went, played for Winthrop, uh, was the big South player of the year. I really, really, uh, am excited to see what he does. I hope he does well for the Cavs, uh, in the summer league. Uh, just, just it's a little cool story. I just hope he gets his minutes. So yeah. All right. The next guy, um, really cool story here. Um, I go to Ohio Christian University right now. Our one of our rivals, uh, not not in our conference. Uh, we play them in a lot of sports. Is Shawnee State, uh, and Shawnee State was actually the NAIA national champion uh, this past year. Their best player, EJ Onu, uh, who actually was projected to go fifty seventh pick. Uh, to the Hornets by NBA draft.net. Uh, he signed an exhibit 10 deal with the Dallas Mavericks and the, and Dallas um, needed uh, a center. Uh, so I love that. Uh, How tall is this guy? 6'11". 6'11". Yeah. Uh, so Shawnee state, they were the national champions. Uh, Onu was first team, all conference in the conference they were in, which is the MSC. Uh, he was the MSC Player of the Year and Defensive Player of the Year. Uh, he was first-team All-American, and he led the NAIA in blocks. Uh, so I wish him the best for the Mavericks and hope he does well. Uh, the next guy, um, more commonly known name, Matthew Hurt. He was the best player on Duke's team this past season, maybe on par with DJ Stewart. Uh, he was an All-ACC uh, all selection, and he signed a two-way deal with the Rockets. So the Rockets got some pretty good pickups. Yeah, they got a lot of good pickups. And, um, uh, so, other basketball news. Moving on, Bobby Portis declined his three point eight million player option for the Bucks, and he will be a free agent this offseason. I like I, I like that move for Bobby Portis. I think that another championship contending team will go for him. Yeah, just because and he provided I could see something. The Lakers floating an offer out there to him. Yeah, no, I agree. Like I said, they need some fire out in L.A. Like, when you had Rondo, he brought some fire. When you had Dwight Duncan, he was bringing fire. Last year, they had no one. Yeah. I mean, you got Kuzma throwing up these hook shots, trying yeah. to be the next better than Jason Tatum. That ain't never going to happen. I mean, it's <laughs> – they uh. they need some, some flair and fire brought back to the team. He don't bring much flair, but Bobby Portis is straight fire. He'll do whatever he can to win. And he's got the championship experience. He's yeah, got a no, ring under his belt now. And he was a contributor for that team. Yes. So I think that I, I like that for Bobby Portis. Um, you know, I like him on the Bucks. Uh, you know, maybe if he goes back to the Bucks, that's fine. But he deserves a little bit more money than $3.8 million. I, think, I so. think that, like, he's so underrated for what he did with them. Like, when he came in, when Giannis got hurt, you know. That yeah. was that was huge. Yeah. So, um, in other news, want to touch on this very quickly. Uh, Team USA bounced back uh, after that eighty three seventy six loss to France. Uh, they beat Iran one twenty to sixty six. That's a fifty four point win. Uh, Damian Lillard had twenty one to lead Team USA in points. Yep. Um, the next game, uh, they followed that fifty four point routing of Iran with a thirty five point routing of the Czech Republic. Uh, Kevin Durant in that game surpassed Carmelo Anthony for the most total points in Team USA history. He currently has 354, and he had a 23.8 rebound, 8 assist game. Uh, Jason Tatum led all scorers in that with 27 points. With that win, Team USA will now move on and advance past the group stage to play uh, Spain in the quarterfinals. So I'm really excited uh, to see what Team USA does in the quarterfinals against Spain. Um, great, great bounce back from Team USA. Super, super happy with that. Obviously, it's not against the best competition, but still, still, it's and and I remember like on the last podcast, I was like, you know what, I would love, 
I would love for them to just absolutely 50 ball, 50 ball uh, Iran. And they did. They went out, yeah. they did it. They got that spark back. So I'm really excited to see what they do. Um, so guys, stay tuned. Uh, we're filming another podcast today. It'll be coming out Wednesday. Uh, we're going to talk, uh, answer some questions about different teams and what they need to do in the off season. So thank you for tuning in. Appreciate it. And we will see you guys on Wednesday. We'll